Welcome to Elevate the Day. Karen and I are excited to be with you and to share practical ways that you can grow your relationship with God and live the victorious life Jesus died for you to have. Be sure to tune in each week and tell all of your friends so that you can elevate their day too. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello and I am here with Karen Salisbury. Hello, good to be with you every everybody, blah, 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 everybody today. <laughs> it's that kind of a day, right? <laughs> yeah, we're rushing about, which works out because we're going to talk about that kind of. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So um, here in Connecticut, as many of uh, our listeners maybe on the East Coast have been dealing with, we just had a nice little snippet of Tropical Storm Elsa and uh, hurricane winds and rain and flooding and everything. <laughs> wow, crazy. But the sun is out now and it's gorgeous and we're happy to be here with you. And we're going to be talking about four keys to living a life of balance. We're going to maybe make this a multi-part series because there's a lot to share here. Karen has done a wonderful sermon on this and she touches on some great points. So we're going to cover those uh, in the next few weeks. So if your life is out of balance or you know someone whose is, you need to tune in. Yep, yep. I have a special this month on my website, karensalisbury.org, featuring my CD called Living a Life of Balance. And so it's on sale if anybody's interested, uh, only five bucks, or you can get it in MP3 form. You know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I need to listen to things more than once to be able to get them. If something really speaks to me, I hear it on a podcast or whatever, I go ahead and buy the CD or the MP3, you know, so I can hear it again and again, because that's really how it gets down in our spirit and we can hear it, you know, and, and live it. Absolutely. You know, and I've said this many times, it's like, you got to get it in your guts, yeah. So that it's second nature to you and you can live it every, every single day. So why don't we open up in prayer and then let's get talking about four keys to living a life of balance. So, okay. Father God, we come to you today in Thanksgiving. Personally, I want to thank you for getting this tropical storm out of here and bringing the sun, sunshine out because I knew that you were going to turn this around because that's what you do. You're a turnaround kind of God. And I know, Lord, that everyone listening today who is seeking that balance, who is seeking rest, who is seeking peace, is going to hear something today that is inspired by the Holy Spirit that will enable them to change something in their lives so that they can live a victorious life, the one that your son died for us to have. So we give you all the glory, honor, and praise today, Lord, as Karen and I share our, our thoughts on this topic, and we ask you to bless all those who are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So four keys to living a life of balance. So why don't you, Karen, talk about what are the four keys, and then we'll dive into one or two of them today. Okay, well, the number one key is get into the word of God, which Jennifer and I sort of felt like we talk about that a lot. So we're just going to kind of skip over that. But of course, you know, the word of God is vital to our life. You're never going to have a stress-free, uh, wisdom-full, 
good life without time in the word of God. And then the second key, let's talk about that today, is get your rest. It just seems like in America, all over the world, really, we are going headlong all the time. Our badge of worth is busyness. And we, <laughs> you know, we're not getting enough rest and enough sleep. And it's just a vital, vital thing that every life needs. Don't wait to get good rest. Make it a habit. Amen. And you know what? Last week, I took several days off because it was my birthday. And let me tell you, I did one thing that completely turned that whole time around. And that was I did not turn on my computer. So I shut it down. I put it in the corner and not to say I didn't, you know, peek at my phone and check emails, but just simply not having the computer on and staring at me really was very freeing and gave me the rest that I needed. It was just a simple thing to do. And, I, and I'm sure our listeners can think of a million more. But it really turned that whole time around and gave me the rest that I needed. So it's so important, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And another thing that's so important is sleep. You know, I used to, when I was a, a RAIMA instructor, any students out there listening know that I used to say, be awake in the day and asleep in the night. I mean, I used to say, I'm about to give you the secret to a successful life. Everybody write this down. The key to a successful life, be awake in the day and asleep in the night. And I know that it sounds like a no brainer, but how many know that if you don't get your sleep, even Psalm 127.2, I believe that says, it's vain to stay awake and to miss your sleep. You know, it, God made our bodies so that they restore and renew once a day by getting good sleep. And, and there are scientific studies that have been done, you know, that, that your productivity goes up when you get eight hours of sleep, your, your stress levels go down. You know, people who are not rested well are people who are not living well. And it's just vital to get enough sleep. And, and so many things compete for that priority, right? Social yes. media, the phones, the blue screens, TV, news, et cetera. Everything competes for uh, that priority that we have to make. And guess what? You don't make good decisions when you're tired. You don't treat other people with love when you're tired. You're snapping at them. You're, you know, you're not being your best self. You're not being who God wants you to be. And guess what? Even Jesus slept. <laughs> yeah, and in very un unusual situations sometimes. You see him sleeping on the back of the boat, you know, during a storm because he knew that a well-rested him was of much more use to humanity than a stressed out, exhausted him. And it's absolutely the same for us. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, what just popped into my head is, could you imagine you know, Jesus running around back in those times, like with his hair on fire saying, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> well, no. you know, what kind of an example, you know, would that have been to his disciples and to us? Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think we always want to look to him for how to live our best life and he prioritized rest and he went away and took himself away from even his friends and followers and said, you know, I need a time out. I got to spend time with my father. I got to get yeah. re reconnected to him. And that's what yeah. we have to do. 
Absolutely. You know, and I think sometimes we think, well, I don't have time to rest, right? I have to go, 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 go. If I, if I, I don't have time for eight hours of sleep, but you know what, then, then what you said is I've made time then to sit in a doctor's office or I've made time to have a nurse breakdown or, you know, or to be exhausted and, and lose things. If you, if you get constant, consistent sleep and rest, then you can go the distance. You know, I always like to say life is a marathon, not a dash. And the victor, victory goes to those who pace themselves. You know, if you're going to run a marathon and you run out at a 100-yard dash pace, you're going to fall down way before you finish, you know? So marathon runners pace themselves. They go at a pace that they know helps them get to the end. And that's really what our lives are. And it makes so much more sense to take the time to get your rest. And, and that way, you know, you're much more enjoyable when you're rested and you're much smarter. You, you're just firing on all pistons when you're rested and you're not when you're exhausted. Exactly. And you're right. This, our culture wants us to go, go, go. I mean, look at the commercial for the Energizer Bunny, right? Go, 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 go. Right. And, you know, I think you said it earlier, that it's a badge of honor if we're busy. And when, even now, when people say, oh, how are you doing? I'm so busy. I'm yeah. so busy. Yeah. And, you know, we take pride in our busyness, which is not a good thing. And guess what? We're really not living up to um, everything that God wants us to be. And um, we can't hear from him when we're going, 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 going. Exactly. Right? Somebody asked me that the other day, you know, what's a, what's a huge key to getting God's guidance in your life? And I said, you got to slow down to be able to hear him. You know, if I wanted to talk to you, what are we doing right now, Jennifer? We're like sitting still talking to each other <laughs> and talking to our listeners. You've got to, if you're zoom, zoom, zooming around, we don't make these, we don't make these podcasts while we're in the car driving. You exactly. know, good thing. <laughs> yeah, really. We slow life down and, and talk, you know, and the same thing, if you want to hear from God, you got to slow things down and, and, and listen. Absolutely. And, and also I'm noticing, you know, maybe it's because I'm a year older now um, that my multitasker isn't working as well as it used to. And it used to, you know, when this first started happening, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I'm not going to get as much done, blah, blah, you know, panicking. And then now I'm realizing the more focused I am on one task that I do it better. Yeah. And I get rid of all the other distractions and I focus on that one thing and yeah. it, it turns out better. Yeah. And I know that if somebody like just yesterday, somebody was asking me a question and it's kind of like a pressure filled question and I need you to do this and I need you to do this. And I started to feel pressured, you know, and I thought, okay, I am not making any decisions under pressure. And in fact, it was late at night, late-ish, you know, and they wanted me to do this thing for them. And I said, you know what, can I sleep on it? Because I know that a well-rested me is going to make a better decision. It, you know, and if things are fresh in the morning, what does God say? His mercies are new every morning, mm -hmm. you know, so it's okay to turn the light off and go to sleep and wake up in the morning and attack a problem, you know, because again, a well-rested us is of much more value. 
Well, and God can use us when we're, we're fully there, if you will. If we're scattered all over the place and we don't know what we're doing, he can't use us. And right. he needs us now. Well, yeah. And if we're scattered all over the place, then we're the ones that always need help. And, and we're, so we're not very good at helping. And really, that makes, that's not a very good life. A well-balanced life means God can come to you and say, hey, I need you to go over there and help them. But he can't say that to you if you're exhausted. Exactly. And if your your calendar is so full, there's no time for him. And there's yeah. no time for your neighbor who needs your help, or there's no time for a friend who needs a cup of coffee. So it, not only is it good for us, but it's good for other people too, because we need to make time for other people. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is when our lives are balanced enough that we have those pockets to go enjoy ourselves and help other people. And yes. that's, that's the ticket, right? That is the ticket. And it's, and it's what God says. He says, it's vain to just go and go and go and go and go. You know, you need to rest and relax and also get that sleep Amen. I'm, I'm all about the sleep. Uh, that, that's a challenge in, in later years, but I'm, I'm believing God for great sleep. So, yeah. so we've given you some great tips today, listeners, on how to begin to achieve a life of balance. And, and that's the kind of life that, that God wants you to have. So um, get, uh, get Karen's CD, get her MP3. What is the name of it again, Karen? Called Living a Life of Balance. And if you Pretty go to my website, KarenSalisbury.org, you'll just see it right there at the top right in, the, in a little box, you know, click on it and it'll take you right to the special for this month. Absolutely. And I know it's a great resource. Everything that Karen writes is practical. You can put it into UC immediately and it will speak to you the minute you, you open it up. So I hope that you all take advantage of that. And we're going to continue next week with uh, talking about having a life of balance. And we'll, we'll touch on a, a touchy subject, which is called disciplining your flesh. Now, now we hope you stay with us. We know this is a tough one, but <laughs> got to get it's that flesh under control, right, Karen? Still good news. It's in the Bible. So that means it's good news. Amen. Amen. So we uh, will chat with you again next week. Until then, I, I hope you have a blessed day and God's favor and abundance be on each and every single one of you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our show today. If you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, head over to karensalsbury.org. She has a great blog and tons of books and resources that you're going to love. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. Also, don't forget to sign up for my weekly blog, Elevate the Day. It goes out every Sunday morning straight to your inbox. Head over to jennifercavello.com to sign up. And you can also get a copy of my new book, Finding God, Finding Me, which is also available on Amazon. Follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Have a great day, everyone.